Hi, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of the Full Party Wipe podcast. I'm joined by my co-host here, Chad. Hello from Tokyo. I'm back. I'm back in Tokyo. He's back in Tokyo. I am uh, still, you know, trapped in my apartment in Ottawa. Um, trying not to get uh, COVID-19, but, you know, things have been pretty good. But That's, um, that's hmm, a good sorry? goal. That's a good goal it's, in general. My life goals. So, um, you know, before we start our uh, weekly descent into the uh, dungeon, got a question for you. Um, Chad, what you been playing? Not a whole lot, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> so this, like I said, I'm back in Tokyo now. Uh, this week has been a transition week for me, uh, moving from Okayama, where I was for about a month and a half, back to Tokyo. Uh, but um, although I'm back in Tokyo now, uh, you know, full time, I got to visit Tokyo last week. Um, so basically, I visited, uh, got to play my Switch for a little bit, and I got a little bit of time into Hollow Knight. Um, uh, not so a good. whole lot. Yes, <laughs> not, not a whole lot. Um, I wanted to save this for the podcast, too. Um, but yeah, I got to put a couple of hours into Hollow Knight, um, uh, sort of you know retracing where I was in the game the last time I left it off. Um, but um, yeah, no, really enjoying it. Um, it's the problem with Hollow Knight. I guess this is most Metroidvanias. It's not a problem with the game, but the problem with like Metroidvania type games is when. Like you're playing it, but then if you come back after like a significant period of time has passed, then you just you you have to spend like a significant amount of time just figuring out where you were before. Yeah, it's tricky, right? To remember, like, yeah, what what your current goal is. Yeah, fortunately, like the map system in Hollow Knight is pretty good, um, and I have invested i guess a lot of like the game's currency do you remember mm. what the currency is i'm trying to it's like oh i remember what it looks like yeah it's it's but I don't... <laughs> like a rock yeah but yeah. yeah um so i invested a lot uh into the mapping system like pretty early on at the shops like you can buy like markers that indicate where like interesting stuff is uh, hmm. You can assign like an ability that shows you, I think, where you are currently on the map. Because at the beginning of the game, like you don't have any of that, if I'm yeah. remembering correctly. Uh, um, that's right. You find the compass badge pretty early on. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I love, I love the the world design in that game, especially because like when you get to a new area, mm -hmm. and you kind of just. You have no idea where you're going because you don't have the map yet. But then yep. you'll you'll enter a room and you can hear the map guy. Yep. Yeah. Like working, and you're like, yep. I need I need him. He's in here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so you have to sort of trace him down. I am yeah. uh, at the moment. I don't know if this is an area I should be in or if I've stumbled into like a high level area. But I'm in the one with the jellyfish that are just kind of like floating around. And there's like it's a tricky area. Um, yeah, there's the, yeah, yeah. the big jellyfish that have that like homing missile. Yeah, if you're in an area where you're not supposed to be in Hollow Knight, which is really cool, like they they uh, like they they usually have like a special like barrier or something. 
right that yeah. you you need to like a certain skill to get through um yeah yeah i i absolutely adore that game um mm -hmm. i'm i'm really really looking forward to uh the silk song the the sequel that still uh, doesn't have like a date right no it doesn't or... um yeah i mean i don't blame them it's like a team of i think under seven people um yeah. Team Cherry, right? Team yeah, Cherry. Yeah, Team Cherry is Australian-based dev. Like, yeah, it's, it's you know, it takes them a long time to make these games, but holy man, like, Hollow Knight was one of They're the best games it. I played uh, that year. Yeah. Just oh, such a good good atmosphere and a really cool vibe. And I like mm -hmm. how the sense of scale in that game is done so well. Like, um, you really do feel like a tiny little bug. <laughs> you do, yeah. Like the and backgrounds are like these huge blades of grass and things like yeah. that. And it's the challenge is like very it, it's not so hard that it's like like soul crushingly difficult. It's like an appropriate level of challenge, I think. Yeah, there are definitely though some like hidden areas and hidden bosses that, that are that do offer that challenge, like if you're looking for it, so look forward yeah. to those if you want to get the best ending. <laughs> yeah. I uh, um, I gave up on the uh, I see. It just broke me. Yeah. Yeah. But that's that's what I've been playing. It's not a whole lot, uh, but mm. I do have access to my Switch again now. Uh, <clears throat> I'm back here. So um, what about on your end? What have you so, been playing? I've uh, taken a dive into the, the bright and cheery world of um, The Last of Us Part 2. Oh, um, great. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm what I assume to be nearing the end of the game. Um, I'm not going to go into story just because I don't want to spoil anything um, for any of our listeners, but I'm having a fantastic time with the game. Um, I think that The Last of, our, Last of Us Part 2 is like, I think in terms of gameplay, like, this is kind of Naughty Dog, like, having perfected, like, their shooting um, mechanics. Like, the, the battles and stuff in Last of Us Part Two feel so good. And you've got this added element of control, like, you can go prone now. Um, there's a jump button, which is new I um, saw that, for this series. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, oh, it's, it's, it's so good. Like, and the areas are really wide and open. Um, yeah, I'm just having a really good time with it. And like, I'm, I'm totally immersed in the narrative. Um, the only downside so far, I'd say like, the game definitely has some pacing issues. Like, it is super long. <laughs> yeah, like twice game, the size, right, of the, the it's, previous game. It is so long. Um, and it's, it's, it's pretty much always been fun, but yeah, it's just, it's it's uh, exhausting at times. And again, I don't know if that's a bad thing. It kind of goes well with the uh, general vibe of the game. Yeah. Um, the other issue that I've kind of had with it is, and this isn't, like, I'm still really enjoying this method of storytelling, but, like, there are so many fucking little notes <laughs> written everywhere. Oh, I see. Like, you go into any house, um, and, like, someone has left a note that's like, oh, Kelly, I've barricaded the door, and, like, I don't know how long I'm going to hold out. And, yeah, world like, world they, building. They, they killed Jimmy, and things are looking pretty bad here, and then you go into the other room, and there's, like, a corpse yeah. against the wall with, like, yeah. a gun, and it's like, oh, he shot himself. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
it's like there's so many of that and it's like i just it's so funny to me that like everybody writes these little letters and then like leaves them on the table and yeah. like they're still there like years I feel later like, i feel like we've gotten so many of like in this type of setting like this po- post-apocalyptic like they're not zombies but like zombie-esque like zombie infected world settings like oh here's here's the note from someone that they've left um Mm -hmm. it's it's all for world building but it's not as interesting as like um i don't know like one one example that like springs to mind is like again it's not it's not zombie related at all but like the way they built up like rapture and the first bioshock through um using things like like the audio recordings things like mm. that i think it's far more innovative the thing is though is i feel like we hit a point in time like after 2007 or around that time when it's just like everybody was doing audio logs yeah that's true. and they got done to death and i just i feel like this is kind of it's been done to death a little bit and i'm just wondering yeah. if there must be a better way to do this and i can't yeah. i don't know um but like the areas themselves are all super well designed and like that's, i have been in like i've been reading all the notes so like yeah that's what i've heard like you mentioned yeah. that like gameplay wise this is probably naughty dog's finest um but a lot of people have said to like like the unsung heroes of this game are really like the artists basically like i've heard that oh, like, yeah. each and every setting that you go and visit is like incredibly beautiful and then mm-hmm. i think the art book for this game just dropped like you can pick it up now or something and it's this yeah. like really nice really well done art book um so i think it's a little expensive but um i've heard that the artists like are the unsung heroes of this game and that the work that they put into it is just incredible yeah, it's insane. Like the there are so many things here that in this game that like I didn't think were possible on this uh, gen. Um, great flashlight in this game, really really cool. Like I know it's kind of a weird thing to do a shout out to, yeah. but like something I noticed is like I don't I don't know a whole lot about the technology behind this, but I believe that this is like they're doing like mock ray tracing in some ways like in the game like let's say there's like a red car in front of me Mm -hmm. and like i flash my flashlight on the red car Mm -hmm. the ground around the car like also kind of glows red and it's just like but like that that's something that i think is a feature with ray tracing right but like naughty dog found some weird way to like do fake ray tracing yeah like ray ray tracing is usually like it does it automatically right but this is almost yeah. like they probably had to do this manually i guess oh yeah for sure like they baked it in somehow and it's yeah just like, i can't imagine how much work it was to do but yeah um, well it was yeah it's a it's a great for game a long time i highly recommend mm-hmm. um anybody that's not playing it should give it a go um <laughs> i know there's a lot of controversy on the internet surrounding this yeah. game but uh it really yeah, is the like when you talk about tech too like it is kind of the swan song for the ps4 i know we've still got like cyberpunk and that coming out but ghost that's of coming tsushima out is coming out next week though what's coming out <laughs> oh yeah ghost of tsushima yeah i forgot about that 
Um, well, that's so too. funny. Everybody that did. Too. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's just because Ghost of Tsushima, like, we haven't, like, people haven't had a chance to actually, like, play that at an event yet. We've seen it. Like, we've seen videos of it, but no one's mm -hmm. played it, right? Yeah. Um, unfortunately, because E3, you know, wasn't a thing this year. And even if it was, who knows if Sony would have been there. Like, so no one's really had, like, a chance to really share, like, impressions yet. Yeah. So. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's why. I don't know. But, yeah, that's mm. out next week. It's coming out. It's coming. So. Yeah, I'll have to try that one yep. down the road. But, anyway, um... That's enough of our idle banter. I think it's time for us to get this show on the road. So I'm ready. So um, that's going to bring us into our first segment of the week. Um, this is our stat boost before we get in there. So I want to know, um, basically in this in this segment, I want to know, you know, what, what's raised your spirits this week in terms of news? What's uh, what's tickled you? This uh, this is something that uh, that tickled me uh, just seven hours ago. Uh, this actually this news dropped today. Um, uh, Persona Four Golden on Steam uh, has already reached as of June thirteenth. Uh, sorry, it dropped on June thirteenth. So it dropped about a month ago. Um, yep. The game has already reached a milestone of half a million players on Steam. Um, so it's insane. At, yeah, Atlas put out a tweet announcing it. Just you know, we're very excited to say that we've reached this milestone. Thank you very much for your support. And the the character designer for Persona Four put out like a like this cute little illustration saying you know thanks to the players, and uh, welcome back to the Midnight Channel. Um, yeah, uh, someone you know some people have pointed out that. To put this in perspective, Persona 4 Golden, on a, in a single month on PC, uh, sold more than it did like in lifetime sales on the Vita in Japan, basically. Wow. <laughs> um, sorry, maybe not lifetime sales, but like you know, significant period of time. Yeah, that's um, incredible. So yeah, this has a lot of people wondering, like, are we gonna like now that Clearly, Atlas is looking at PC and going like, oh, maybe we should invest more into this platform. Um, people are starting to theorize now, like, oh, maybe we'll see, like, Persona 3 make its way to Steam mm. at some point. Um, uh, Catherine as well. Has, did Catherine ever come out? Yep, for Catherine's on Steam. Okay, yep. it is on Steam. Okay. I don't, um, I don't believe... Maybe I don't think full body edition is it okay. on Steam, yeah. but the uh, the like remaster of the original release is for sure. Right, right. Um, and um, I, who knows? Maybe at some point too, like it would be great to get Persona Five on PC. Uh, mm. I know that you know Persona Five Royal, at least in English, is still relatively new for the PS4, um, but. Yeah, I don't know, a year from now, two years from now, it would be nice to see. Um, I, I would very much like, I think, like, Persona has a very welcome home on PC. Um, I think that 
Persona is a franchise, like if you're a fan of this franchise, you do really kind of have to invest in a PlayStation console if you want to play mm-hmm. the newest game. So like Persona 6, if Persona 6 is a thing, it's probably going to be on PS5, um, mm-hmm. you know, at launch. Um, but I I mean, I, why not, you know, like why not, mm-hmm. why not make pc a home of this franchise moving forward yeah and it, because it's so nice to see too that, that like, this this pc port was not like a half-assed venture by any means like yeah it, was it has it has them, full right? mouse support um like yeah it runs at 60 fps yeah like it's beautiful yeah it's just it's really well then it has like the japanese dub yeah. built into it too like I think it was yeah. made, it was made by Atlas, right? Like a small team that wasn't super busy at the time, like an internal team within Atlas. I think ported it. Yeah, I just I think it's gonna pave the way for some good stuff moving yeah. forward. Like they, like this can't they can't ignore this, you know? Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, I yeah. do. Um, I, I know that like Persona is a series that like you know it has a a pretty large audience here in Japan. And I think that's probably why they focus on you know, the PlayStation as it, their primary console that they're they're putting their, their games on. But um, hopefully this shows them that like, you know, in other areas of the world too, um, there are people, there is a significant player base that will play their games on PC. So yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, uh, here's hoping, because um, Persona 3, you know, it, it's it's a classic. It might not have aged as well, um, but it would be nice to see that on Steam too. 100%, yeah, so, hoping for it. Yeah, um, that's that's it for me. What about you? What has so, <laughs> boosted your spirits? So what I want to bring this week can only be referred to as a blessing in disguise. Oh. So okay. July on July 10th, Deadly Premonition 2 launched on pretty much all platforms, I believe. Um, this game is really hokey. Um, but what I wanted to bring up is that someone, a user on Twitter has discovered that this game uses NPC assets that are the same as the ones from Mafia City ads. <laughs> if you don't know what I'm referring to by uh, Mafia City ads, it's like usually on YouTube, you know, there are these these ads for this app, phone app game called yeah. Mafia City, and they're they're something else. Like I can't really describe them <laughs> like very easily, but it's like. You start out as like a level one gangster, and then like some guy grabs oh, this I've money, seen, and then he's okay, like level one hundred mobster. I've seen these. Yeah. Um, yeah. Someone discovered that the the there is a model in Deadly Premonition Two as like a just a bystander NPC that is a a asset from this. Um, they're yep. all like, like, uh, like it, I don't think it's Unity, but like you know like those like wholesale asset sites. But they yeah, they discovered yeah. hip hipster guy in this game <laughs> just this this old like silver fox looking guy with a beard and he's just in this game i think like with how crazy deadly premonition 2 is like 
I feel like this is like an intentional pick. <laughs> like it, I I think so. Actually, I, this I, is this is no word of a lie. I was considering bringing uh, another piece of deadly premonition to news this week um, <laughs> as something that raised my spirits in a different way. Uh, okay. Because I like, saw. I, saw, I feel like you have to say it now. <laughs> yeah, okay. There. Well, I saw. I just saw that, like... So this game is released this week, right? Um, mm-hmm. And I saw um, on Silicon Era, there was, there was an article just, Deadly Premonition 2 frame rate could be fixed with a patch. Like, as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, it's perfect. It's perfect already. Like... Like, seeing that news article, like, on the same, I think it, like, maybe even the same day the game came out, and just knowing, like, you know, for those who aren't aware of, like, Deadly Premonition, um, very hokey, not well put together game at all, like, terribly broken, but, like, so charming and, like, lovely at the same time. Yeah, it's like, and yet it does things that no other game, like, has done. Yeah, like 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 shaving. Yeah, like gameplay. These like if you're looking at it like critically, these games are maybe like a five out of ten. But for the original game when it launched, like it was like ten years ago. It was a long time ago. I remember Destructoid gave Destructoid bases their reviews purely on how much they enjoy a game, and they gave they gave Deadly Premonition one a perfect ten rating. Because they were like, it's it's so bad, but it's so funny at the same time, and it's so unique that we yeah. had. They're like, we had like, it was the most memorable experience. We had to give it a ten. So yeah, seeing... and it has like a it has like an actually compelling narrative too. Yeah, it does. Like the, the characters are good, and there's some amazing, like some genuinely good plot twists. In yeah. The game. <laughs> yeah. It's just, but, like, stability has always been an issue with it, so seeing that news that, like, like it, something about that just, like, made me laugh. Like, the frame yeah. rate is already an issue, and the game just launched. Yeah, and, yeah, like, and, like, and like if you follow, like, Swery, like, the, the yeah. lead designer of the game, like, it's his brainchild. If you follow him on Twitter, like, he's just retweeting, like, yeah. horrible criticism of the game yeah. and stuff, like... <laughs> It's just, it's, uh, it's really entertaining. But yeah, I just, I saw that and, uh, you know, I know there's other news I probably could have talked about this week, but I just, I had to, like, it's just, it's just such a perfect fit to have those goofy, goofy, weird advertisements (laughs) for Mafia City. And it's like, oh, these, these NPCs, these people are NPCs in this game. Yeah. I don't yeah. I don't see those as much cuz I'm on like the the Japan algorithm for like ads and stuff but I do know what you mean. Like once you start okay. describing it as like the guy picks up the money and then he hits level 3. Yeah. Like, oh, and then he's like goes to jail and like yeah. kills someone yeah. and then he's like level 100. It's yeah. just oh like it's just so funny. But yeah, yeah. that's uh that that raised my spirits this week. That's for sure. <laughs> Yeah. Um, obviously, it's not a, a super heavy news week, I feel, this week, um, because uh, next week, or yeah, I guess it is next week still for us, um, and, you know, the topic of 
today's uh, big discussion, if you want to yeah. take it away. Yeah, yeah. So, so for our, our big discussion, our main encounter of the week, I really want to talk about the the coming um, Xbox blowout that's coming. Um, there, uh, Microsoft announced that they're going to have their their big gameplay reveal, essentially for I believe yeah. the first party titles. I believe it's um, coming up. They're calling it the Xbox July Games Showcase. That's the official right. name, apparently. Right, and it, it it's looking to take place what on twenty Thursday the twenty third, yeah, yeah. Um, so in about a, a week and a half, um, yeah. So so this is potentially going to be a big one, um, and I think a lot of people are really looking forward to it, especially after the the showing that Sony had with the PS five. Kind of feels like the ball is back in uh, Microsoft's court. Um, you know, we still got a lot of unknown variables like. The release date, price, um, potentially like other features if they're going to go into those, as well as you know, like the big games uh, coming. Um, mm -hmm. So I was kind of just wanted to ask you, like, what do you feel are kind of your your big hopes for this show? Yeah, um, like you said, uh, the ball is very much back in Xbox's court. Um, they're was a significant amount of backlash it feels like at the last xbox uh, showcase that they've had i think they had it all the way back in like may um because oh, may, time flies <laughs> yeah yeah um that was when uh there was more of a focus on like the third party games and they promised uh you know a gameplay reveal of the next assassin's creed uh assassin's creed valhalla um right and you know, we did get gameplay at the event still, but maybe not as much as some people had hoped. Um, you know, obviously it's understandable that given everything that's going on in the world right now, um, uh, maybe, you know, certain studios can't show off quite as much as they had hoped. Um, but I, I think the PlayStation 5 event was, you know, relatively well received. Like, there were some people who had, you know, they had their criticisms with it but in general i don't think it I, I think it was you know more well received than the third party event that microsoft had so the ball is in their court again but this is where um they really have a chance to shine i think with some of their first party games mm -hmm. um if you remember uh i think it was last year was it 2019 Team when yeah it was 2019 when um, Microsoft's uh, you know they basically talked about um, back then it was still called Scarlet um, but they they confirmed you know they said okay we we have this next gen console that's coming out uh, and you know in order to help bolster the the library of titles for it we are uh, working with like we've acquired these studios basically and they went down a huge list of them um and one of them uh if you remember they're called the initiative um the initiative is um like a brand new studio i believe uh that was formed to make they they call it like quadruple a experiences so not right. triple a it's, these are the these are the 
this thing eats monsters for breakfast games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's what what they promised us, right? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Um, so there have been some rumors going around. Um, actually, uh, with regards to the studio, um, that their first game that they're going to be revealing uh, could actually be um, a reboot of the Perfect Dark franchise. <laughs> Um, mm. that's, you know, just, it's still speculation. I guess a lot of what we'll be talking about today is speculation. There's not um, much else to go on, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. but, um, you know, um, I, I feel like Xbox has kind of been flirting with Perfect Dark for a very long time. Uh, Phil Spencer is, you know, head of Xbox, obviously. He's a very big fan of uh, the Perfect Dark series. Um, they have the ability to do it. Um, but, um, yeah, this is, uh, you know, what, um, you know, people believe that they're working on. Um, and, uh, I guess someone, uh, part of the, part of the reason why, um, uh, they think that there might be a tie-in with Perfect Dark is because apparently, um, in, in Perfect Dark, like, the, the corporation that you're fighting against, they're called, like, Datadyne, right? Datadyne, that's right, yeah. Yeah, someone's pointed out that, like, the Initiative's logo or something has, like, similarities to the Datadyne logo. This could all That's really just, interesting. Yeah. yeah, this could be nothing, but <laughs> that's what some people have said. Um, so that's something to, you know, look out for, I think. yeah. I, uh, it would be cool to have Perfect Dark back, and I feel like that's you know one of one of those IPs that they've been holding on to that you know it still could have a pretty big impact. Like I know Perfect Dark Zero was kind of a stinker. Like it, it was okay. Like it. Yeah. But it like the, the first game was like pretty revolutionary on the N sixty four. So like, I feel like a, there are a lot of fond memories for that one right now, and. Uh, yeah, it would be cool to have that one come back. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm, uh, I'm a little nervous for it though. You know, like we've had this, this event as a whole. No, for Perfect Dark, sorry. Oh, <laughs> like, okay. Like if it comes okay. back, you know, like we've had two yeah. games in the series right now. One was really good. One was not so good. Like, right. I just, I want, I want Microsoft to have like you know some really like solid first party IPs. Yeah. Um, and like that's one that I think would be really cool to have if it comes back. Mm-hmm. Um, something that you know I'm I'm looking forward to for the show. Um, like obviously, like Halo Infinite, um, they've said that its its first big reveal is going to be focusing entirely on the campaign. Yeah. Um, which is cool. I'm really looking forward to that. Like they put out they, a teaser. Yeah, they dropped a teaser. I think this week, right? Yeah, um, it seems cool. Like, it's, it's like, the the teaser to me, um, and I watched it about a week or two ago. So, mm-hmm. me if I, my memory of it's a little off. But you know, it's like this like panel, and there's like a voice transmission coming in, and it, it sounds yep. like a brute dude talking. It kinda. is, yeah, yeah. Okay, and then he's like. It's it's implying like a kind of like a soft reboot to me as well. Like, kind of it, yeah. So um, do you know, like, so it is actually. Uh, I mean, 
again, this is just a tease. So it, it is a brute, it, it seems. Do you know, like, because he, he calls, the brute calls them themselves, like the group that he's with, the the banished, right? Do you okay. know? I my hate, no, I my, I have not touched yeah. Halo since three. So yeah. Like, yeah. So it's been a while. I had to do a little bit of digging, but apparently the banished are this like splinter group of brutes that like, they sort of like um, split off from the covenant, um, mm. uh, like and and that's I think they are like kind of the primary antagonists that you fight in the Halo Wars series. Okay. So cool. This is kind of like a return for them in a way, um, but. Yeah, it's weird because Halo Infinite, there's, I feel like there's a lot of it that's still shrouded in mystery. Again, like my Halo lore isn't as strong as it once was, but um, they have said, like, whether or not this is a soft reboot, reboot or not. Um, reboot? <laughs> reboot. Whether or not this reboot. Oh, I'm, we're using that. This is a reboot. That's good. Um, but. Uh, whether or not this is a reboot or not, three four three studios has said that like this is effectively Halo Six. Like they're not okay. calling it that, but this is the third game in our trilogy. Because when okay. they when they announced work on Halo Four, if you remember, like way back when, they said this is the first installment in a new trilogy. So they got Halo mm. Four. We got Halo Five. Halo 5, you know, uh, had its share of critics when it came to the story. Um, so with this game, yeah, uh, they seem to be uh, rebooting um, and, and kind of going back to, I guess, like what what made Halo fun in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, it's it, it's interesting because like we're not really sure where in the story this fits in. I think in the mm-hmm. trailer that they showed last year, so like <coughs> spoilers for Halo 5, if you're playing through Halo 5 right now. Um, <laughs> playing Halo but, 5 in 2020. Yeah, let's if, you're go. Playing, if you're playing Halo 5 in 2020, I guess you could be catching up, but um, uh, at the end of Halo 5, Cortana's gone. She's kind of gone crazy. She's not with the Chief. Um, and in this trailer for Halo Infinite, you know, Halo 6 in quotation marks, last year, one of the very first things we see when we're looking through, like, the first-person view from Chief's, like, his visor, um, mm-hmm. like, some text pops up that says, like, you know, no AI unit found or something, which tells us that he's still separated from Cortana. Right, right, right. So, yeah, it, it's like... They're, they're really, like, teasing us. They're kind of, like, working us, like, oh, it is a sequel, but at the same time, like, Halo is there. It looks like they're really, like, um, uh, they're trying to sort of pull on the heartstrings for, like, you know, what what gets us nostalgic about, like, Halo 1. Like, here's a mm-hmm. ring. Here's these, like, lush environments. Here's the warthog driving through, like, you know, this field of grass, things like that. So um, looking forward to seeing more of that, I think. Yeah, I think it's got a lot of potential, especially to just, you know, new hardware. Like, that's where the original shined. Like, yeah. you know, I just, I've got some some hopes for that one. Um, 
And then there was there was one other kind of significant potential drop that I think that uh, Microsoft could do during the show. Um, I think I think it could be the same thing that were were that I was going to bring up. But you go ahead. You go ahead. Uh, so it's scale bound. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, um, I think it's time that uh, Fable is coming back. Um, yeah, that's what I was sure. going to talk about. Yeah, we've had we've had some rumors yep. bubbling lately. There's been some trademarks done, yep. um, some weird trademarks for hardware as well. Yeah, um, like I think it's time we had we had I believe like a tease, right? Like Fable, Fable's had kind of an ill, like they've not been. It's not been in the best place for a while, right? There was, no. um, what? So we had like Fable 1, 2, 3, and then they had the Journey for Connect, right? And then, right. Yeah, yeah. then we had Fable Legends, which was in yep. development forever mm-hmm. and got canceled. Yep. Um, and then I think like Lionhead tried to bring something Fable back. Mm-hmm. It was I... like a kicks, I think they were doing like a crowdfunded, um, like a card game, a Fable card game. Oh, okay. Yeah, that um, sounds familiar, actually. I've got it. It's Fable Fortune is what it was called. Um, right, right. And then that got canceled because Lionhead died, right? Yeah. Um, and then there was, I, there was like a few E3s ago, I remember there being, like Phil Spencer kind of like teased it, didn't he? Like, I uh, think so, yeah. He, he there was, there was some Fable tease. Yeah. He teases a ton. Um, whether it's like his, it's his T-shirts, or he'll just like, he'll just like go off a ta- on a tangent. He's very active on Twitter too, um, yeah. but yeah, like uh, he's very much a fan himself. So I think he knows like what gets fans going. Mm-hmm. But, and like I think, like I think what what I think they should do, or what I hope this game is, is like I think now would be a cool time to kind of revisit the promise that was Fable 1. Like, Mm. the things, the things that, that that game had an incredibly ambitious, like, pitch, basically, as is everything that Peter Molyneux touches. Yeah, I was gonna say, it's part and parcel. I think, yeah, that game, like, pitched a lot of things that were just not possible at all back then, that may, you know, be doable now. The trees will um, grow in real time. Was that one exactly. of the things he said? Yeah. Yeah, he's like you could you can plant you can plant an acorn and watch it grow into a tree as you play the game. Uh, it's like you can have a son and if you die, your son will take up the game and you'll play as him. Um, <laughs> it's just like I think too right now and this is just a personal kind of hot take. Um mm. Like with Bethesda, kind of on a rocky, rocky situation in terms of like, you know, Fallout seventy six. You know, maybe it's a little bit better now, or significantly yeah. better now than it was when it launched. But like, yeah. kind of not what it used to be as well. Is like, people are getting kind of tired of Skyrim being re released all the time, and like that yeah. Bethesda formula is kind of lacking polish. Yeah, and it would be so cool if Microsoft came in with like this first party thing. It's like, hey. Remember what all those things that you loved about like the Elder Scrolls? It's like we've got that big fantasy game where you get to create your own character and like live yeah. in this world, and it's like and it's ours, like it's first party. I was gonna say, um, 
in addition to that too, like Starfield is supposed to be their like Bethesda's next game too. Like they mm-hmm. announced Elder Scrolls Six, but that's like years and years and years off. So yeah, yeah, like if they capitalize on that, like you know, here here's here's the next fable. Who, who yeah, could, like who could make the next fable though? Like if Lionhead is is down and out, like these you know there are rumors like you said like the 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 trademark has been extended and there mm. there's like a fable trademark for like it's like usb chargers and headphones and things like yeah, that yeah yeah well so it was uh, it was rumored like who was developing this um, oh a while back it was uh, playground games which is the developers for forza okay okay like uh, apparently potentially heading it that was uh, a rumor and like yeah, that was it was I believe that was like in 2018, right? That they they were working on an open world AAA like RPG project. Mm. Um, I think were the rumors back then. So okay. like you know, we they haven't shown a new Forza that's being made, have they? I don't think so. And they are a they're kind of like a workhorse studio. Like they they put out like those Forza games. Like if you're a fan of them, they're good. Like they put in the work. Oh um, yeah, they're like fantastic. Yeah, like a lot of people have have said like you know this studio is is really underrated. Like they've really carried uh, you know maybe what was kind of a lackluster exclusive lineup for Xbox One. Like they've been consistent every single time. So. You know, put mm-hmm. them at the forefront and maybe let them branch out a little bit and, like, let's see what they're capable of. Yeah, yeah. So I, I do. I think, I think we're gonna get Fable for sure in that sure. show, and I think it's gonna be. Well, I hope it's just it'll have been worth that wait. You know, like it's. I hope it's something really, really significant and cool, because um, yeah. I think they need that. To be honest, I, I really do. I think. Uh, I think that this this hardware looks super cool, and they've got a really cool like model with it, and mm-hmm. it's it's really powerful and stuff. And I just, I like I don't personally know if Halo is what it used to be, mm-hmm. um, and I just I think they could really benefit from something like that. So, yeah, On, honestly, like when you ask when you ask like, oh, what do you want to see at this event? Honestly, what what I want to see at this event is like I, I, I want to be surprised. I almost like I don't want to have any expectations. What I want to see is something that I couldn't even like think up, um, because I think that I think that they do kind of need to reinvent the wheel a little bit mm. here. Um, I think one of the issues with Xbox last generation, uh, or you know this generation Xbox One. Um, was that they had these studios, which and they're great studios. Like Coalition was putting out Gears games, three four three was putting out Halo games, but it feels like they primarily existed to just kind of meet the status quo. Like every few mm. years, here's a Gears game, here's a Halo game. Like you still love these games, but they hadn't really changed the. F- formula up since like the xbox 360 days not like significantly i feel um yeah. 
they've improved upon the formula a lot but when you look at like when like when you look at like like i don't know gears of war like five for example and then you look at something like like god of war on the playstation 4 it's like night and day like it's it's crazy like god of war is this yeah it feels like the franchise grew up like it's it's... well and and one of the designers i i'm sorry i can't remember his name but i remember he said like he was inspired to make god of war for ps4 like after he had become a father um yeah so there's like this and that's not to say that like gears of war 5 and you know halo 5 didn't have that inspiration behind it but it's so fresh like it's such a fresh take on a franchise like god of war like god of war just used to be about like kratos going around and like killing gods and like yeah, satisfying his bloodlust yeah. so honestly like there was a time where if you had told me like this is what god of war is going to become i would have thought you were crazy so i think there's potential i don't think you have to get rid of these franchises but we need Hmm. something like we need a fresh take on them i that's a really good point and yeah just something i wanted to add on to that is just yeah like i think i these these games are good but yeah you think of like god of war or like The Last of Us. Um, yeah. And yeah. like those games feel like they were made because the developers had something they wanted to say. Yeah. Like there, there's there's something there and I just feel like that has not existed really. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, yeah. I want that moving forward. So yeah, yeah. give us something totally new. Like, like Naughty, Naughty Dog, like Naughty Dog, no like they they make a point of ending things like with uncharted 4 they said like this is the end you still got like uncharted lost legacy after that but they said like this is the last like this is your last adventure with with nathan drake um last of us part two i think they said a while back like we're we've made the sequel but this is it um it seems like roughly every gen or every other gen they they delve off and they make something totally brand new. Um, yeah. And I think that's what Xbox really needs. Like, like yeah, sure, it's it's fun to play Halo. It's still fun in, in even in 2020. But at some point, you do, I think, have to maybe stop cashing in on the, the nostalgia a little bit and mm-hmm. just, you know, create something new. Like Totally. Yeah look at and like, like even sorry even sorry it's just like but like like on the on the flip side of that like too like i feel i feel like nintendo you know they've got these these near and dear franchises isn't yeah. franchises and things but i feel like in their case even too though like like when i played breath of the wild i felt like they were like they were taking that ip but exploring something new like it yeah. was it was a new emotion like for that series i felt and it was just mm. yeah I, I was gonna say just now, like look at what look at what like Hideo Kojima came up with, like after sort of being set free from like Metal Gear, like mm-hmm. or when like when he made PT, like he 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 wanted to pursue like making this this horror game, and like look mm-hmm. what look what you can do when like you think outside of the box just a little bit. Um, yeah. So that's you know that's what I'm hoping for. I hope yeah. that they have a very strong first-party lineup 
uh, I hope that, um, you know, what we, I, I know like they just recently kind of acquired these studios, so I don't think we'll see something from every single one of them, but I just hope there's something that gets people talking again. Yeah. Um, you know, in a way about these these games, and I hope that they are truly like that triple A quality, like a Last of Us Two, or like a Spider Man, or like a God of War for for PS Four. Um, yeah, hundred percent. Open so, to that. And um, so I, yeah, yeah. So uh, that's gonna wrap it up for our main encounter of the week. But I'd like to move into our next segment now, if that's okay with you. Sure. Um, we have our weekly segment here. Um, the random encounter. Um, Chad here has yep. prepared a little, little, little encounter for me this week. Yep. Um, I had a I lot of fun. I had a lot of fun with this one. Uh, I'm gonna have a lot of fun with it. So let's dive in here and yeah. uh, tell me what to do, Chad. So, uh, Dave, you know that I am a fan of the the grappling the the professional wrestling i'm a fan of that um okay. <laughs> and i know i'm nervous i know that you're a fan of well i think we we both are but you more so fan of fighting games right you're a fan of fighting <laughs> games okay oh okay. god okay so today's today's random encounter is something uh, i'm calling Fighting game special, like a special move, or <laughs> WWE wrestler's finisher. So I love I'm, this. I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you a name of something, and I want to know: yep. is this a fighting game special? So to be clear, this is not like a standard attack. This isn't like a basic attack. This isn't like a super. This is a a special, like a special move, like a. You know, like a Hadoken or something like that. Okay, you know? gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, or is this the name of a current wrestler in the WWE's finishing move? Uh, okay. So, I, yeah, I'm gonna do my best here. You've you've <laughs> got go. you've got a fifty fifty chance. You know, each time. Yeah. Um, I've okay. got ten ten questions for you. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start with an easy one. I'm gonna throw you a softball. <laughs> Uh, the first one, here's the name. Is it a fighting game special or WWE wrestler's finisher? Chariot okay. Tackle. Chariot Tackle? Chariot Tackle. That's got to be a WWE move. That's a, that's a fighting game move. What move is this? What that's, character is this? That's, uh, that's Urian from... Street Fighter. Oh, I don't play Urian, man. Okay, this was the easy one. I'm ready to dive, dive, dive in here. Okay. okay, I thought, yeah, this is this is going to be good. I thought that was going to be an easier I one. I love this. Okay. okay, no, that's okay. Urian, right, though, so, great character. Zero yeah. chill. Yeah. It's good. Okay. Okay, what about, what about Claymore Kick? Claymore Kick. Claymore Kick... I feel, because I, I swear I've heard an announcer yell this. You can you can go. I say go with your gut. Yeah, this is a this is a WWE move. It is. It is a WWE. Yeah. It's a wrestling finisher. Yeah. Uh, it's, who who whose is this? It's Drew McIntyre's. He's a giant Scottish man, uh, and he kicks you in the face. 
Uh, Sick. Okay. So, okay. So you're you're one and one. You're one and one now. Okay. okay. Number two. Hell's Fang. Hell's Fang. Hell's Fang is a sick name. I feel like I don't know this one though. But this is a fighting game move. It is. It is a fighting game move. Do you know who's? Um I don't actually know, but I'm gonna say is this a Street Fighter move? No, it's from it's it's Ragna. Ragna the Blood Edge from Oh from Blaze Blue? Yeah. That's his I guess that's like what he chains into. Yeah, Hell's Fang. So you're two you're two and one. You're getting back. Okay. You're getting back. Ragna baby. Okay. <laughs> okay. Number three. Raging Lion. Raging Lion. <laughs> These are like oh my god. Move names are dumb. <laughs> this is uh this is also a fighting game move, the Raging Lion. It is, yeah. Yep. Do you know yep. whose it is? No, this. Why do I think that? No, I don't. No, it, is this like a shield bash? I don't actually know, but because it it's, should. Be. It's the. It's one of the protagonist's moves from Persona Four Arena. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> Raging Lion is apparently. Oh, like oh, like. I, I think like one of the protagonists isn't like one of the characters. You mean like, what's his name? You Nanakami. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry, yeah, like his. his Yo, we got three points here. Okay. MC. Yeah, Raging Lion is also apparently the name for a, a brand of Viagra. So that's pretty funny. I wanted to include that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're you're three and one. Is it two and yep. one? Yep. Three and one. Three and I'm one. Three and one. Three and three one. one. Okay, so you're doing you're doing pretty good. Um, okay. Okay. Next one. Natural selection. <laughs> this is a wrestling move. Like this. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a wrestling finisher. <laughs> it's just too good. <laughs> natural selection. Uh, natural selection is a finisher for Charlotte, who is the daughter of Ric Flair. Ric Flair is the guy who goes woo all the time. Okay. The Sweet. Old guy. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. Next one. Sunset wheel. Sunset wheel. A sunset wheel, you know, this to me sounds like a character who's light on their feet, you know, kind of like a monk character. This is definitely a fighting game character move. It is, yeah. Do you know who? Oh man. No. <laughs> it's Laura from Street Fighter V. Oh, dude. I don't know any of these. I don't get them though. All right, <laughs> this is okay, fun. Though. Okay. I think you're. I think you're five and one now. So you're doing very well. I am. You've basically, okay. you've already passed. Basically. Okay. Uh, okay. Next one. F five. <laughs> F five. Like the keyboard. Like a keyboard. I don't know. F five. F five. That's a fighting game move. No, that's a wrestling finisher. That's... Who's that's Brock Lesnar's wrestling finisher. What does F five mean? I don't know. Brock Lesnar. Okay, I like yeah. that though. Yeah, F five. Does he okay. do do wrestle? Like I'm not as big into pro wrestling as you are. Do yeah. they ever yell their moves? Uh, no, 
Not, not like usually, Brock Lesnar's no. just in the ring and he's just like F five. He does usually scream before he does it. Like he faces okay. the hard camera and he's just like, ah, and he's like right red on. like a tomato. And then he, it's he like flips you over. Anyway, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So yeah, I think you're, I think you're five and two now. But five and still, two. Yep. Yeah. Okay. You're doing very well still. Okay. The next one. The next one is change the future change the future <laughs> see i would believe that this is a persona five a persona four protagonist move um this is a fighting game move it is but it's not it's from a persona it, no but it's definitely from a japanese fighting it game. is yeah it's uh it's trunks's special from uh dragon ball is. fighters of course fighters it is fighters All yeah right. fighters so you're you're six and two. You're doing you're doing well. I got two more. I got two more. Two more, left. baby. Let's All see right. how Hit let's me. see how high you can you can do here. Um, okay, <laughs> the next one is Code Breaker. Code Breaker. This is a wrestling move. It is. Yeah. Do you know who's? I've got no idea, but I love it. Chris Jericho's. Chris Jericho, dude. <laughs> He's cracking the codes. Yep. Okay. Yeah, Seven and you two. Did, All right. You did very see well. See if I can get that. See There's if I can get that eight, uh, eight. Eight. Or, yeah, seven and two. Let's see if you can get eight. Let's see if you can crack uh, an eight. Okay. The last one. Fairy tale ending. <laughs> Come on. Fairy tale ending. I. I want this to be a wrestling move, but I feel like this is one of those moves, you know, where you like. Oh no, because these aren't supers. Because I was gonna see, say this sounds like a move where like it uses all of your meter in like the third round and it just instantly kills your opponent. But this is definitely a fighting game move. It's a wrestling move. <laughs> it's I'm, a wrestling finisher. I'm like. I'm I'm happy though. I'm glad that's yeah. a finisher. Who's whose yeah. finisher is this? Uh his name's Tommaso Ciampa and he looks like Kratos from God of War. I'll send you a picture of him later. But he, he was a bad guy for a very long time and his finisher is called the fairy tale ending. It would be cool if Kratos had a move called that. Yeah. <laughs> In yeah. God of War. Yeah. So you did very well. You did. You got seven and three, which is <laughs> at first I was like, "Are these too hard? I'm not sure." So, you, but you did very well. So, so I beat. I beat the random encounter. Yeah, you beat the random encounter. You avoided. Sweet. You avoided the full party wipe for this week. <laughs> so Sweet. Congratulations. Take, you saved taking both my experience and leveling up. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Awesome, dude. That was a really fun game. Thanks for preparing that. No. No worries. All right. So, um, by the way, that's going to do um, it. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Quick plug. Quick plug. Get in your uh, final word. <laughs> yeah. If you if you have uh, any questions or any games that you would like to send us uh, to me and Dave, uh, you can go ahead and send us an email at fpwshow at gmail.com. So that's fpw full player wipe show at gmail.com. Thank you for doing that. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, yeah, for our, for our last segment, the random encounter, 
uh, moving forward, you know, we're hoping to bring some nutty little game every week to go through. So, yeah, if you got anything to contribute, that would be uh, fantastic. Um, so, yeah, uh, that's going to do it for our show this week. So you can follow us on Twitter at uh, Full Party Wipe, as well as catch our streams on Twitch TV at Full Party Wipe as well. So, yeah, um, this has been a fun one, and thanks for tuning in, and catch you next time.